Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. So I had an interesting afternoon after I brought you back home. Did you now? What did you do well, this afternoon? <laughs> well, you know, Alyssa's about this filmmaking class and she has an assignment to do a music video she's very excited about because she loves music but at the same time she chose as her actor her brother who likes to mess with her and that that wasn't a good choice (laughs) yeah it was a pretty pretty poor choice um but i had to bring him to the beach because a lot of her stuff is done like this depressed boy on the beach and um she's got this whole thing planned out with different angles and everything and um then he's saying you know but you didn't you didn't write down what i'm supposed to say and she said you idiot it's a music video you don't get to say anything (laughs) (laughs) that's and you know you know how stressed she gets right like about her assignments she was going crazy and he kept saying you know you should you should write it write it down and then i'd know what to do you know Hold on a second. You got to go to the beach, and I was stuck dealing with our refrigerator? (laughs) Well, with that said, you know what? We were talking about writing and books, and, well, we have a guest today. Hey. It's the co-host of the Writers XL. It's Dr. Michelle Amoyola, and um, she's the author of The Broken Series under her pen name, Shelly X. Leon. Um, she's had nine years in St. Louis City education, and uh, she spent those in middle school and high school language arts classrooms, and she was also uh, mid-level administration. She's an adjunct professor, and uh, she and her two boys reside in Afton, and she enjoys reading, writing, outdoor activities, anime, video games, and my absolute favorite line, and other dorky pastimes. I love that. So. She's uh, represented by Stephanie Hansen at Metamorphosis Literary Agency, and her debut novel is going to be published through Owl Hollow Press. So welcome to the show. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. We're excited you're here. We're excited thank you, you're here. Thank you. Yeah, we really enjoy having guests on the show. It, it kind of, uh, sometimes it gets tiring just talking to each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we feel the same way. Like we, um, El El Montez is my co-host and we have like, we had a New York Times bestselling author on last week and it's like, people get bored of just listening to our lame selves. Like not saying uh-huh. that I'm cool, but I'm I'm glad you guys decided to let me on. <laughs> but it's like, you know, we have uh, people way cooler than us come in and, and chat with us. So I'm honored that you guys are letting me chat with you. Well, that's cool. We, we, we're glad to have you here, too. I mean, um, it makes me wonder, though, like when I meet uh, other podcasters, what what made you guys decide to start the show in the first place? <laughs> so uh, actually, when I actually this kind of ties into what I originally said I wanted to talk about with you um, when I first got my publishing deal. Uh, well, actually, when I was first signed with an agency, Stephanie Hansen at Metamorphosis Literary Agency, she's amazing. Uh, one of the things they advise that authors do is you create an author platform. We are living in the age of social media. 
the i the romantic ideal of the catcher in the rye concept of jd salinger like living in this you know house far away from society and just writing for the sake of writing that doesn't exist anymore authors have to be global we have to build a social media presence so i'm i hate social media it was rough for me um i tried to have a blog which was my agent's initial suggestion she said go make a blog but the truth is is that every author is told to go make a blog and we all end up saying essentially the same things so i got really drunk on christmas of 2017 and i called my best friend ll montez And I said, hey, you know, there are a lot of people who have podcasts. Uh, We could probably do a better job because we're awesome. Because I was drunk enough to be that, like, you know, (laughs) sure of myself. And she said yes. So she was also drunk at the time. So that's that's how it all started. That's That's awesome. awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny that you said the same thing as me. me. (laughs) It happens. (laughs) So, so, okay. That's interesting. And what I always tell my clients uh, at the podcast agency is that getting on, you know, doing your own show does kind of give you global reach. You mentioned that. It's true. Um, and it gives you that global reach. And I think that people need to realize that and like make sure that their show is accessible to people, you know, in other cultures and whatever. I think that's always an important thing. But your your field of work, you know, you, you, what, what type of things uh, do you cover in the podcast that relate to what you do for work? Sure. Well, what I do for work is in like full time or like, (laughs) well, you know, what you're you're aspiring to be exactly. Right. Well, I'm, I'm a full-time educator and I love my job. I love uh, teaching. It's, it's um, I, I couldn't do the whole thing. You know, you always hear about like the artist who, just like goes to work every day and comes back and they just make the paycheck. I'm, I'm not like that. I, I do genuinely love uh, teaching, but um, I do have a publishing contract and I take it very, very seriously in terms of building my platform. Um, but also it is, it has kind of become its own animal that I, I love and adore. Like the writers XL has been a blast because we have just met so many people. Um, it started because my best friend and I were actually rivals and an, on an online writing platform called Wattpad, which has kind of um, been called YouTube for writers. Some people dispute that, but it's this massive online writing platform. Anyone can access it for free. Some stories are paid content now, which is new. And some it's a controversy we've covered on the show pretty extensively. Um, but that's kind of our unique twist because there are other writing podcasts out there. Uh, some of them way better than us, but we uh, try to approach a lot of the things we talk about from the Wattpad angle because there are so many authors getting started on Wattpad now. That's very interesting. Very cool. So, so you're you're differentiating yourself by focusing in a little bit of a different area. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun getting to know a lot of the people. So. Oh, gosh, I'm going to totally mess this up and I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm not even going to bother trying to give the number. How many million something users, active users Wattpad has um, per month? But you have all these active users, but there hasn't been like a community based podcast. And there isn't one based in headquarters either. So headquarters has kind of leaned into us in terms of um, being a voice that they can use to uh kind of take out to the community and we've been scheduled to have 
um, the first a- live AMA with some of their headquarter people pretty soon, which is which is super cool because it allows us to kind of be at the forefront of some of the major controversies happening, or at least that people perceive as controversies. Toya, are you familiar with with Wattpad? I've never even heard of it before. <laughs> that's, what was, that's what I was wondering. So, so tell me a little bit about that. It what like what type of people are on there, and um, you know what type of topics are covered. Well. I'll tell you first, like what the stereotype is of Wattpad, um, because I think this is a big problem for people who are trying to break into publishing from Wattpad. Uh, the stereotype is that it's a lot of Harry Styles fan fiction, which involves like him in like a big tub of like spaghetti, like rolling around, <laughs> having sex, you know, with a bunch of people. But that's that's not the case. Like, yes, there is some pretty raunchy fan fiction on there, but there are also a lot of serious writers. Uh, and we form book clubs, we form critique groups, we network with one another, we reach out to one another, we support one another. Um, it's how I got started writing. Like, I tried the traditional querying process to get my book published. Nothing was really happening. And honestly, the process is really soul sucking. Um, so I was like, you know what, if I put my book on Wattpad, and one person I'm not related to reads it for free, I'm going to consider that a win. So that's what I did. And like, it just kind of snowballed from there. And an agent discovered me on Wattpad. So that's, that's really cool. Awesome. Like I really I can't even tell you. Like I've been so a little bit about what, what, what my background is that I've been involved in like local politics for probably twenty five years now. And recently within I guess it was in twenty sixteen, um, I announced that I was gonna run for our county board of supervisors. So I ran this whole, thank you. So I ran this whole campaign. And um, of course the incumbent is the wife of a man who <clears throat> was once the national chairman of the Republican party. So, you know, you're, it's like David versus Goliath for sure. Well, in, in the end, um, now I almost forgot what I was going to say there. Um, anyway, in the end um, I did lose the election uh, I did pretty well, though. I got about 15,000 votes and, um, you know, got a good 20% of the vote. Uh, but what I what it took away from it was two things that in our in the state of California and in the United States, we need to help small businesses out. So I started writing a book about that. But also um, the political system is kind of geared towards people with money. And if you don't have money, there's still a way to get really good representation in front of people and that's social media and advertising on social media so i wrote another book about that well where i'm getting at here is like you're right i put my heart and soul into all that yes and like we recently just whipped together a directory of um podcasts and put it out on on amazon just today and i mean i felt i don't know i almost felt um dirty because it just it was like, boom, we got the idea, we got the the data, we put the data together and we put the book out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, and I've been working for a year on those other two books and they're not even close to done. Let's be real. The podcast book was a lot less actual writing and a lot more like formatting data so it didn't look like dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Still, that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. It was, it was an interesting idea and um, we'll see how it goes. But it's, you know, it's aimed at trying to help people get on podcasts as a guest. And uh, so there's a nice directory. It has, you know, your email address, the URL. If there was a phone number, we'll, we'll give the phone number, but only if it was public. 
Um, and, and I don't think there were actually any phone numbers. And I don't numbers. think there were any phone numbers, which is, thank God, I don't think people should put their phone number out there in public. Um, <laughs> True. But, but so, okay. So it, that's a great place then if you're an aspiring author to put your work. But like, what was the process yes that no. led you up to that though? <laughs> what was the process that led you up to that and then make the decision to do it? So this, this kind of ties into what um, I guess is one of the big questions in the publishing industry. And again, I got to shout out my agent who is kind of a visionary. In my personal opinion, obviously I'm, ba- I'm biased, right? Um, traditional publishing doesn't really know what to do with Wattpad, just like they don't know what to do with self-publishing, right? Like there are some agents who say people who get started on Wattpad aren't real writers, Um but then you have like the whole slush pile of, you know, the traditional process where I'm querying. So I'm just going to write this letter to this agent, hope this agent decides to represent me. And then I send in my manuscript. Well, I did that and it didn't go anywhere for good reason. My first draft was crap. And <laughs> it was only through working with the Wattpad community that I was able to elevate it to the point where an agent did recognize it and decide to take it on. That's interesting because I've personally two years in a row tried and failed with that. What is it called? Rye Nanmo, Nanmo or Nano? NaNoWriMo. Yeah, that's that, what it is. I don't do that. That gives me anxiety. <laughs> and it kind of, well, thanks for saying that because it kind no of, problem. now I feel better. Now I feel better. I got like a week into it both times and was just like, oh my God, I'm too stressed out by this. I can't do this. (laughs) No, I feel like Nano, okay, my my bestie LL Montez slash co-host, she's also my wife in writing and like my biggest critic fan, like we're everything to each other. Like she loves NaNoWriMo because it forces her to like write a lot at once. Me, I'm like, no, no, no. Like I can't, you can't do that. You can't force the creative process. So she would be like, NaNoWriMo is the best. I hate it. I hate it. I cannot do that. <laughs> and I've written that's three awful. books for whatever that's worth. So that's funny. That sounds awful. You know, you know, I talked about it back in November. I don't know if you remember. Not even a little bit. <laughs> about how it's like Sorry. oh my god there's another deadline and oh no there's another deadline yeah no. it's it's crazy <laughs> what is it like no. an, like what's it like an intensive writing thing that you're supposed to do yeah you could say that it's it's basically trying to get you to write it, it, the, the stated purpose is to get you to get into the habit of writing on a regular basis but what happens is it's kind of like if you were to do any of those old fashioned speed reading courses where they go and they test you and they go, Oh yeah. look, you read it 50 words per minute. Now let's get you to read it 300 words per minute. Oh God. Ow. No, thank How you. did I get from 50 to 300? And the, the writing thing did the same thing. Instead of being more of a like, all right, I wrote for half an hour every day this week. It was like, you know, Oh, you need to get to this many words. And you're like, Oh my God, you know how long it takes me to get to that many words. Writing is at the bane of my existence. That would be awful. I would, I would die. I would die. <laughs> You're like, so, I would okay. Die. <laughs> you mentioned a blog. Did you actually make the attempt at a blog? I did. It was trash. It was so bad. I was like, I'm going to, I don't even know what to talk about that another billion something authors haven't said, like, I'm going to make a blog and talk about my creative process. Like, it's just, you know, not to be crude, but it felt like pleasuring yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I, I don't want to just talk about me. Like, I, I want to 
you know, reach out to people who are way better at this than I am and, and learn about their creative process and their publishing journey and, and their whips, you know, like, I don't want to just sit around and talk about myself. That's not fun. Well, not, you know, it's funny, but the, the best blogs I've ever read, in my opinion, are where just people just be themselves hmm. and, you know, just sort of let you, why do you think reality TV took off like it did? I mean, that's true. One, you get sucked in watching people's lives because for one thing, they do stupid things. That is <laughs> and so you true. See it, you see it unravel. And then you say to yourself, I wonder if someone were watching me, if they would think the same thing about my life. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I was being too professional. I should have spilled the tea a little bit or something. Exactly. <laughs> but that's, but see, I have that same problem. Like we, we I had a fitness blog for a long, long time. And, and after a while, there's only so much you can talk about. on that mm-hmm. And so then you try to find like the 900th unique way to approach the same exact thing. Um, and it got old. So I sort of went away from it. And we, we have our own business that we run together. And it's just going crazy right now. And we're working with somebody who, who has us fun. doing some, has us doing some content creation. Well, oh my gosh, like... <laughs> The, the amount of words I have to pump out on a weekly basis for to keep this thing afloat is it's mind numbing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it comes but it comes back to my problem is I write. I hate it when something is to teach me something and it's not very professional, you know. And so then I say to myself, yeah, but people want the relaxed style to read and be entertained. It's I just true. can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> well, like you have me, I'm next. I'm supposed to start my blog next, right? And like the only thing I can think that I feel inspired to write about is, okay, I'm a virtual assistant. I'll start with there. Is how not to be the biggest douchebag to your virtual assistant. Like that's what inspires me right now. There's going to be a blog post about it. It's going to be magical. <laughs> and you'll be sassy. And it'll be super successful because girl, people yeah. are going to read it and laugh. Exactly. They're going to be then, like, holy shit. <laughs> and that's hoping they didn't read mine first and fall asleep. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I'm, I'm honest. It's <laughs> what I've written is good and instructive and will, will take you a long way. But I have to loosen up a little bit and I'm seeing, I'm starting to do it more and more, but I have to loosen up more, not be so strict about it. You should write a blog on what, how, how do you handle it when your um, podcast co-host won't stop yawning since that was our like very first podcast review? Ah, No. So, so Wattpad, (laughs) I made a comment about, you know, that being a quote, good place to go. And you said, maybe not. Why is that? Well, I mean, it depends on who you talk to, right? There are some people who say, oh, by by some people, I, I mean agents uh, representing um, agencies that are part of the the machine that is traditional publishing. Um, they may say that because you're on Wattpad, that means that you already have an audience. Why would I represent content that's for free? Or even worse, why would I represent an author who's not a real author because you're on Wattpad? Um, my publisher has been incredible in supporting every step of the way, but they did request that all three of my books in my trilogy come off of Wattpad because why would we sell something that's free, which is 
I mean, like obvious logical, um, a logical conclusion for them to make, right? Um, Wattpad is also at the same time launched launched this thing called Wattpad Next. So now you can actually be a professional Wattpad writer where they're actually contracting with people on Wattpad and you can like buy Wattpad coins and read their content for money. So we uh, we had a couple episodes about Wattpad Next and we interviewed one of their authors. He writes horror. He's awesome. Um, he's actually, he said he's just about to the point where he can pay his rent just from Wattpad money. So now we've got Wattpad kind of like coming into direct uh, conflict with traditional publishing. And we don't know what this is going to mean for people who want to quote, start on Wattpad and then try to query traditional agents. It's, it's, it's a jungle out there. You guys, it's a jungle. (laughs) It almost seems like if you could make the, if you could make the money on Wattpad, why would you want to go through the hassle of a traditional agent? That is definitely the argument. Uh, it's like, if if I can be a professional Wattpad writer, why am I going to mess with the traditional publishing industry at all, right? Um, I am, and you know, as I've said many, many times, of course, I have a side in this argument because I am being traditionally published by an amazing publisher and I have an amazing agent. So I'm following like the quote steps that like a professional author is supposed to follow. You know what I'm saying? But one of the things I think LL Montez and I have learned from our podcast is people who go against the grain and strike their own path, find their own way. They are more and more becoming the success stories of the big um, books that are being sold right now. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Bold people tend to have bold things happen for them. So Mm. I mean, it just totally makes sense. But I was sitting here wondering, like, what you think about, um, you know, we mentioned that we put out this um, podcast directory on on Amazon uh, today. And I was a little disappointed in myself because we were kind of in a hurry to get it out there. I was a little disappointed in myself because I'm the type that if there's a fork in the road, I'm going to investigate both directions before I move forward. Yeah. Uh, And there was a fork in the road in the licensing on the book. And I want to get your opinion on this. So in the one way you could get was 30% commission on the book. Um, but then they would include you in their Kindle unlimited program and you get paid by how many pages are read of your books. Okay. And knowing that it's a directory, how much are people really going to read? It was what I thought. Um, they're going to use it as a reference, like a dictionary. Um, then this other one was you get 70% um, commission, but you don't get a share in the um, Kindle Unlimited. So what? just based off of that, and I could be misstating it entirely because there's a – but that's the gist of it, the basics. What do you think of that? Um, do you want the truth and it's not going to be helpful at all? Are you yeah. ready for this? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> this is why I had an agent <laughs> because I I was just like all this stuff with the contract stresses me out and I'm also not self-published so that is one of the advantages of being traditionally published is like all of that stuff my agent's like I'm gonna get you the best deal do you trust me and I was like uh-huh now I did get another pair of eyes on my contract because of course you just be an idiot to just like sign something that your agent just throws at you. But for the most part, like she was like, how much do you want to be involved in this negotiating process? And I was like, honestly, 
as little as possible. She was like, cool, great. I'll handle all that. I'll let you know when things get serious. And um, at one point she was like, we have nine different publishers considering your book. I was like, rad. And then we ended up looking at some different deals and here we are. So I admire you for being able to go through that process yourself because that sounds very, very stressful. <laughs> well, and that, that's the thing though, is now I'm going to investigate the two payment models because luckily the only reason I agreed to forego the research at the fork in the road was that there at the fork in the road told you you can come back later and pick the other option if you'd like. So like, all right, we can go with what sounds like it will make us more money and um, forego the whole got to get so many people to read. But that's interesting. So you got to hear this one as a, uh, your traditional publishing model would cringe at this. Tell her about the uh, early on client you had. Which? The book guy. Oh, oh. So when I first started freelancing, I, I came across this dude on Upwork, which is like the worst place in the world. And um, he was paying me a dollar per book to scroll through from the beginning to the very end. And I couldn't figure out why. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't figure out why he was doing this. And then we go through this Kindle publishing process and realize that he gets paid for the number of pages read. And I was like, oh, I see how this is. Yeah. You needed somebody else to read your shit. And you were getting paid more than a dollar every time somebody read all the way through your book. I get it. <laughs> and and the weird part was that the books were like they were patterns. Freaky. Yeah, they were freaky art, book, art books. Like really weird patterns of, you know, supposedly art. Um, that just these weird images. And I kept saying to her, what? it has to have something to do with touching every page in the book it has to because why else would he pay you to do exactly yep. that it makes no sense and then you read the the rules and so what they're doing is they're gaming the system but you know um I, my guess is that if you had a really successful self-published book there you probably do make more money allowing them to put it on um kindle unlimited because um then you're getting a share of that subscription service um, by people reading as they read your book, um, you're getting paid per page. So it's not just how many people read it, but how many people read it and then how far they get into it. So if it's a good book, you could do quite well. Sounds well, like you know, anyway. yeah. So uh, we had a couple guests on previously, one of them being LL uh, Sanders. She's incredible. I mean, we've had some guests on who are just self published. And that is how they make their money. That is their only source of income. And they are kicking butt at it. Um, and they do that by addressing more than one genre, hitting more than one audience, and just being ruthless. And she told me about how she's the one who has to hire her own editors. She's the one who has to hire her own cover illustrators. She's the one who has to work with like you know different marketing firms to figure out how to best approach this book. And I said, how do you get the guts to do that, right? Because I don't know if I could ever advocate for my own work on that level. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'd ever be able to say like my, my work is good enough for this type of investment. And she was like, you just have to want it bad enough. And I was like, all right, you're more of a badass than me. Good for you. Okay. So self-publishing definitely for people who are like hungry, you know what I mean? Like that are, that are going to, she was like, yeah. this is a lot of work. You have to be your own one band, one man band. So LL Sanders, I love you. <laughs> She's been a good friend of mine for a while. 
you know, you know what's interesting about what she just said, what? Toria, is that it's it's like what I said a little while ago. You know, like we were talking today about how the traffic to our website has like quadrupled in uh, just a couple of weeks, uh-huh. and it's all the content that I've been writing. I know this by looking at the analytics, and yet I was just doing exactly what she was saying. I my content's terrible. You know, it's it needs work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, clearly people like it or they wouldn't be reading it. Right. Um, and it's like, I guess we all have that problem where we, we are our own worst critic, period. And that doesn't go away, right? Like, I think that, like, there's this illusion of, like, once I hit this point, then I will finally feel like I'm a writer, right? Like, once yeah. I get an agent, I'll feel like I'm worth it. Once I get a publishing deal, like my, my bestie LL Montez got accepted into pitch wars over thousands and thousands of entries. She still thinks her book is crap. I still have to be like, L (laughs) don't give up. Right. Like I, I think that like self doubt is definitely a favorite thing for writers. We just love it. It's just awesome. (laughs) Wow. I think it's, I think it's artists in general though. Like, I mean, I can remember my daughter was a dancer from when she was really young until she graduated high school. And she would always say how terrible she was, yet she would always get all the good roles. And every one of the good dancers would say how horrible they were, um, meanwhile, blowing everyone's mind with what they could do. So I think I think it's just an artist in general. It's true. We're We're a messed up lot, I guess. <laughs> well, I, like I tend to travel more, you know, I, I'm a, a computer professional for the last 30 years. And so I travel more, you know, amongst like computer programmers and they're kind of the opposite. They kind of boast about their abilities. They don't downplay mm-hmm. their abilities. In fact, to the point where you learn over time to take everything they say with a grain of salt and strictly judge them based off of what they produce. <laughs> Interesting. It'd be like if a writer told you how great they were and then, you know, you never read anything they wrote and then you go read it and you kind of go, hmm, maybe not. But there the, are a few of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure, you know, it seems to me like most artists are kind of self-deprecating like that. Mm, yeah, we do that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, we're going to wrap it up here pretty soon. So um, for one thing, I will tell everybody that the links or anything that are given here now, don't stress about it because you can get the uh, same thing in the show notes at yogispodcastnetwork.com and um, you'll know what number to look up. It's just usually slash TNR and then the number of the episode. So if this happened to be episode 215, it would be slash TNR 215 and then you'll see the links right there. So no worries. And you can also just Google her name and um, it'll definitely come up for sure. So go ahead and tell us where people can find you. Sure. So Shelly X Leon, I am on Wattpad and Instagram. DrSXL.com is my website for anybody who's feeling old school. Uh, and then the Writers XL is available most place where you can find podcasts like Google Podcasts and Audio Boom and all that good stuff. Yes. And please go and um, 
subscribe to her podcast. I actually did listen to one episode. Oh, no. Um, knowing you were coming. No, I enjoyed it. I actually <laughs> did enjoy it. I, and I am a podcast junkie. Toria will tell you that. I yes. am a podcast junkie. It's kind well, of a Thank pass. you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So, And, and we've enjoyed having you here um, tonight. Really? Feel free to come back anytime you want. Uh, we loved it. Will do. Thank you guys so much for having me. All right. Well, thank you. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.